Uh, sorry about the glitches tonight. Hope you all found your way back here uh, on on uh, take two. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. That's John. We're the Outcasts. This is the stretch four. I mean, I saw a lot of Bulls fans on Twitter tonight or earlier today, guys, getting geared up, especially after the near misses against San Antonio and Denver. Mm-hmm. This fan base is hungry for a quality win against a quality opponent. Um, and tonight, tonight was not it. Bulls were on the second night of a back-to-back, playing arguably the best and deepest team in the league. Uh, one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league. And you saw all of that on display tonight. The Bulls hung with them for a quarter, and good for them. But this one, I felt like this one was over at halftime, didn't you, John? 110%. I mean, there, there, it was 23 to uh 20 at one point and then it was 37 to 23 <laughs> and i was like oh i think it's over in the second quarter i was like that's gotta be it like we were up by three and then in a blink 15 points mm-hmm. uh and so it does feel like that i mean this this is a good team like this yeah. is a like but it did feel like varsity junior varsity i hate that feeling again i hate mm-hmm. that feeling of like this is they don't they aren't even thinking about us mm-hmm. like they, don't, they, they, they can be on complete cruise control and we can't surprise them. Like, I hate that. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to have a team. So anyway, that's, it was over. It's the Jazz. The Jazz are legitimately good. Like, the Jazz are a champion, or at least a finals contender now with LeBron being hurt. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they're the real deal. Yeah. No shame, but also some shame. Just, and just like a very well put together team, which I think is what I was kind of losing my mind about last night, is this Bulls team was not well put together. But we already knew that. This season was about evaluation, but letting the new guys evaluate and then going from there. But you look at this Jazz team with, you know, a perennial DPOY center like Gobert. And now this amazing complimentary piece in the backcourt of Mike Conley, the vet, who is just Mm -hmm. like still withstanding the test of time alongside the younger star guard, Donovan Mitchell. Man, Big Dave, how jealous are you of the Donovan Mitchell? Mike Conley combo because I'm pretty jealous of it. I'm not. I'm jealous. Is, I don't know. I don't think I'm jealous of it. I'm more happy for them because Mike Conley, just because of his career and stuff. You know me, Matt. Like I'm just like, yeah. You know, he's on a team that's good, and you know, and that's awesome. And the fact that they kind of mesh together because honestly, I didn't think the Jazz would work, especially after uh, Rudy Gobert gave COVID to everybody on the team. I was like, oh man, there's no way these guys are going to stay together next season. So. The fact that they're doing that and, you know, they're tight in with the unit. And, yeah, they look good, man. The Jazz just look good. They look like the best team in the West, like John said, not the Lakers. I mean, Bogdanovich and Ingles, you know, just reigning. Uh, and, and, dude, how about Jordan Clarkson in the season that he's oh, having? Six man of the year candidate, like, man. Seriously. So many people are on Jordan Clarkson apology tours this season. Win it. He should win it. Yeah. He's the sixth man of the year. Not yeah. even close. It's him. Like, he's so fun. Yeah. He's so fun. He's, they, he's perfect for this team. Yeah. They judged him when he went from L.A. to Cleveland and because he went to Cleveland. And he's like, uh, I don't feel comfortable here. And then he started getting tattoos everywhere on his body just, like, in a year. So I was like, like Xerxes. Right. I'm like, I think we should talk to him for a second. I, I want to make sure he's okay. Like, that's just really <laughs> extreme. And as soon as he got out of there and got to a situation where it's a competitive team and a good team and he's got stars on it, you just watched him thrive because he found out his role. He was like, oh, I don't have to do nothing but come score and score. Yeah, I can do that all day. Great, fine. And, yeah, that coach, I've always liked him. I liked him since 
He was in college. Uh, he's always looked like a, a meth dealer to me. And he's just, he's just my guy, though. Like, he's my guy. Like, he always looks cool and intense every time I see him, man. So, yeah, I, I'm happy for the Jazz. I really am. Um, it'll be really cool to see if they can make this run. And, and, you know, like John said, with the LeBron ankle, maybe the Lakers are vulnerable. And, and now, really, it could be a wide-open playoff run in a couple of months. Before we get there, the trade deadline is, uh, mm-hmm. what, like 48, 72 hours from now? Yeah, we've got people yelling in the comments. T. Foolery saying, "Make a trade." Marlon saying, "After Matt's rant last night, I bought gas, a plane ticket, and matches. Burn it down." <laughs> I mean, I think that there was some cautious optimism with with the fan base that things would be different with a new coach and a new system, mm. and and the new sets of eyes evaluating the t- the team that was largely the same roster, but maybe even making some adjustments throughout the season. And we have seen Billy Donovan, to his credit, try a lot of different stuff. We've seen a lot of different lineups, and some of them are good, and some of them are bad. Yeah. But you got to wonder if AK and Eversley feel ready between now and Thursday to make the first big move. Do you guys want them to feel that ready and say, you know, obviously it depends on, you know, like the saying, it takes two teams to make a trade. But I would, I would not be opposed to them doing something big midseason as opposed to we got to keep this group together to see if they can make the playoffs. I personally don't give a shit about a nine or 10 play in miniseries right now. Yeah. Yeah. You make, yeah, I want the trade. Like I said yesterday, I want Lonzo ball. That's who I want. And I mean, he's the guy everybody is trying to get to go to the prom. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's asking Lonzo ball to the prom. So yeah, I want him. I know where he, we, we see where he fits and we know what he can do for us. And he's a perfect fit. And who, we, who do you want? That's my thing. Like, cause like only two people I care about on this team are Patrick Williams and Zach Levine. Um, <laughs> there are people screaming that. that at me. You can't. You can't even. You can't you do, you even think. Do you even think about it, Matt. It's there, John. He's thirty-five years old and he averages eight and six. You cannot think. Don't even think about it. I swear, I'll get you. People are insane. No one can be trusted. The therapy we need. Matt, I'm with you. I want. Get, we know what these people are. And so that we, right. if no trade yeah. happens, that, doesn't, that means no one I wants think, them. I think a season of evaluation That's what it is, means. or a half a season is fine. I, 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 like what, what we just said, they're 8 and or they're 10 and 0 against sub 500 teams and 0 and 9 against above 500 teams in their last 19 games what, what more of a clear sign do you need that this roster needs a major shakeup yeah yeah a major one and also and also the the credits from last season carry over it's not like that didn't happen like you still played basketball yeah, yeah. on a regulation court with the regulation ball like 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 you had a bad coach but yeah. like in yeah. basketball you can just go get the ball and be good there's no rules like like and you weren't so right. like you, you're not absolved from last season at all. Like right, we get we get we we grade on a curve. N- not that Matt's so, saying don't bother with the trade. No one has raised their value that we're willing to let go. Okay, but who's the we there? Because yeah. as John Seriously. just cracked us up with his bulls fan impression, um, if AK and Everson are willing to let Thad Young go, that is someone whose trade value has absolutely raised this season. 
Matt. So you can't. Who is the we in the are willing to let go? He's, he's funny because it's true. He's okay at everything. <laughs> it's so funny because it's 19 true. Wins. That's exactly the reaction, like for real. That's how people, <laughs> we can't let him go. We gotta keep him. We gotta have the head. I'm like, he, he, he's the second best player. Like, come on. He he's a <laughs> he's a third kidney, and you have to. You know, right, like, right. Is, does he right. work? Great. It's a Seriously. good kidney. You don't need him. Like I would, you if give that up, use the kidney, especially give if teams someone. are saying he's like the number one sought after guy. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what are you worth then? You know what I mean? Like, what are you willing to give me for this person right here that you feel can help your team? Like, I want to know, and I would make that trade, and that's why I would make because you're telling me that he is valuable, and this team doesn't have a lot of valuable things on it. So when you got something that valuable, and you see that you're 19 and 23, and you're struggling, you know, to stay in the 10th seed to get to a playing game that Matt does not care about. Yeah, you can go ahead and let that dude go. It's okay. It's okay to get better for next season. Like, for real, it's fine. I mean, Dave, I don't know what you're talking about. I see value all over this roster. <laughs> I mean, oof, what did what did Lowry do tonight? Three for 12? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what did Wendell have tonight? Oh, six and eight? Hell yeah. Three for 12. Line up, line up the offers to the left. Other Dude, 29 NBA wait, teams. Wait, wait. <laughs> Rudy had more blocks than Wendell had points or rebounds. No, John, you don't understand basketball. Wendell is actually great. Dude, it's not his size. It can't be. I refuse to believe it. Oh, my God. It can't be his wingspan. It's his wingspan. <laughs> I mean, he did only play 18 minutes off the bench, but you are correct, John. Six points, eight rebounds. Both smaller numbers than the nine blocks Gobert had. (laughs) Nine blocks. More blocks than points and rebounds. That's insane. That's insane. That's insane. Gafford had five and three in like eight minutes, too. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's insane. That's insane. Wow. I mean... Wow! I just saw that the uh, the Rockets score just went final. The Rockets just <laughs> broke their their twenty game losing streak, and they so won. I was about to say like it could be it could be worse, you guys. Steven Silas, we're not the oh. Rockets. Yeah, but at least the Rockets know who they are for the next two months, which is Gimme Suggs or Cunningham, baby. Like that is yeah, like yeah, the Bulls are stuck yeah. in the middle yeah. of. Not quite good enough to make a play in tournament in a shitty East. Like, God. <laughs> you still, if we can go, I still want to go. Like, if we can get that, I still want to get that, but not to the point where I'm like, we got to keep Thad to get there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not there. I'm like, well, if I yeah. got to keep Thad to get a play in yeah. game, then I don't want that at all. Like, seriously. Like, yeah, trade him, get him going. Whoever you want, that's all I'm saying. Like everybody's up, you know what I mean. I, I listen to all offers for for anyone, but yeah, like I want to see something done. Like hopefully something gets done. Hopefully it's Lonzo. All right, uh, guys. Um, we got we got to talk about something for a second. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm already talking about this Jazz loss and the fact that the Bulls are so lost. More blocks than points. More blocks than points. Jesus. Um, 
so Jokey was in the building tonight. Um, and I actually knew that he was yeah, going to be in Chicago because I saw it in one of his Instagram replies the other day. Because he texted um, you. And I was like, oh, Jokey was going to be in Chicago. Oh. Interesting. And I don't think it was specifically to come to this Bulls game. And I don't think that that was the quote-unquote official happy retirement Joakim where they just played a little tribute video and he waved to an empty United Center. He waved to the officials, to? <laughs> the scorekeeper, and the Bulls and the Jazz. I know. Like, and and, and like there? whoever was serving the four people in the Reinsdorf's owner's box. Right. And so, of course, I immediately flip out. You guys have heard how very passionate I am about the way that Joakim needs to be honored by this organization when he officially, like, says goodbye, I'm done. That's one word for it. And <laughs> even if tonight didn't count, and I, I, somebody who was at the game tonight who, you know, covers this team very closely – like is someone who knew that I would be flipping out about this and DM'd me and was like, "Hey man, calm down. This isn't the actual official like honorary Joakim night. He just happened to be in town and and you know wanted to catch the game." God, that is. And my response was, "I don't care. I'm still mad that. because I have serious FOMO." And like, how do you put Joakim into an empty United Center? And play a tribute video. How? <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, okay, God, so wait real, I just want to say one thing. Questions. Like when he said, you, "I don't, I don't care. I'm still mad." All I heard was, "I don't care. I'm still mad." <laughs> so, go ahead, John. Please. <laughs> Me too. So, if he was there and they did not play a tribute video, would you be happier so, or? I Angrier. If, if Joe Keem called up the Bulls and was like, hey, I'm in Chicago by chance. Right. I'm at no no, I'm asking I'm asking you a series of questions. So if they did not play a tribute to Joe Keem when he was in the building and disrespected him by not showing a, not honoring him in some way. With your how assumption would you feel? as part of the question that that would be disrespecting him. If Joe Keem So so would you notice it? Would you notice it? No, and if, if they, they did didn't not play put him on camera, like, would I would notice, and I would have would not have been mad. Right. Okay. But if you wanted to come to the game tonight, just sneak him in and sneak him out. There's nobody there. You didn't have to play the tribute video. You didn't have to put his face not, on the broadcast to make every Michael Bulls Jackson fan <laughs> love Joakim as much as I do, which is not many, but lots love him <laughs> almost as much as I do. Not me. Have serious FOMO. He's not, he's not. He's not. He's not a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. Like, sneak him in. Like, oh. like a, so. Okay, here's a question. If you saw on Twitter that he was there and they never acknowledged it on TV, you would be livid. You'd be like, he's right there. Why don't you show no. him the disrespect? No, he's there. Why wouldn't you show him? <laughs> no, we're losing. We're losing I, no, by that's twenty. Not, that's not like, you, John. I would have rather if he if he insisted. Why aren't you happy just to see Joakim? For someone you love so much, how is his presence make you mad? You should he's he's you've been oh, seeing him in months. You should be loving page anytime you see fiance's. him. I see him all the time. Um, you are. Uh, 
Also, Mazel Tov. Like, it made me mad to see him because it made me mad that I wasn't there. Which, okay. like, oh, here's this tribute video of all these amazing Joe moments. Mm. Some I of which I remember. Some of which I was in the United Center for. We made a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And I here I am sitting in my room yes. watching the game on you know, a two-dimensional TV screen. And I'm not there to give him the ovation that he deserves. Mm. Mm. That's what bugged me. I love yeah, that. I, John, I'm glad real. you're saying that's, all this because yeah, you look real. like a that's therapist real. right now. So the fact that you're getting this breakthrough. Should I, should I lean back? <laughs> Thank you. I'm wearing my sweater. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then, right when you start to pull up, I'll go, and our time is up. And you're like, what, what? Right. I was just getting into my, just my dad. Like, I was just getting... <laughs> All right. $400. What? Just... Yeah, that's a good point, Matt. Like, he wants to be there to honor his favorite player. I agree with you. So, so it's mo- I think it's more mad at the situation Agreed. of, like, COVID and, right. you know, nobody being there that – because he would be there if, if yeah. this was the case. Like, he would be in the stadium – Crying with tears in his eyes, up applauding and screaming Joe Kim's name. And, and they would and hang out all night long, and, and they would hang Matt out all night. Never leave. Like <laughs> it's really that simple. I'm glad you guys understand. <laughs> yeah, that, that, oh, exactly we, we know who we're talking to. Yeah, I I, I honestly mm-hmm. think you guys will meet in a meaningful <laughs> yeah. way, and you'll be good friends. I just have to. <laughs> but I think that, that I think we'll be good friends. Introduction and first mm-hmm. impression. And yeah, well, yeah, but like, okay, Joe you handled tips, like very different. I though. like, I I definitely got <laughs> yeah, giddy when we were about to walk up to meet Tibbs, shake his hand, look him in the face, and as it was happening, I had an out of body experience. So I was like, I can't believe I'm meeting and talking to Tibbs right now. Right, I am legitimately petrified that the first time, if when I am so lucky that I shake Joe Kim's hand and look him in the eye and have our first ever conversation face to face together. I will just burst into tears and not be able to handle the moment. Oh man! Well, I'm glad you weren't with me when I saw him. I, I was, <laughs> I, was at, I was at the, uh, I was at a Pitchfork Music Festival, and I saw him. He was just by himself, t-shirt on. And I was like, oh snap! Joe Kidd on went up, shook his hand, say, hey, "What's up, man?" He was like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, and that was it. <laughs> I mean, you guys joke often about how you haven't seen the version of me when, like, the Bulls are actually competitive yeah. in yeah. playoff games. Yeah. The version of me that's that is the version of Joe Kim screaming on a court, and that's why I feel so closely connected to him. Mm. You, I can't mm. tell you how many remotes and pieces of furniture Ooh. I have broken because of my emotional connectivity to a Bulls playoff game. Mm. What do you think about that, therapist, doctor? Mm. Mm. Well, I would say he's putting a very positive spin on just being destructive and then claiming it's claiming it's a positive attribute. <laughs> it's because of his emotional <laughs> connectivity, not for any sort of dissociative anger issues. <laughs> he's he's it's a good thing. Well, it's I mean, like, thing. Just, and I just, would say I agree. For my own peace of mind <laughs> to not think that I'm crazy. It is joking though. There must be it's some very person, celebrity or otherwise out there that you guys You're feel not. that way about. Like, oh my God. Like a like a pro wrestler or you know, like yeah. jerk or Yes. Yes. I went to John Samuels' birthday party. Absolutely. I'm 100% in, like, on this. And I believe that. And I also do believe that Joe yeah. King's passion is something that is super rare and should be 
uh, vaulted and his authenticity should be something that people aspire to and people admire. Like these are admirable traits. And like, I do, I actually agree that it is an emotional connection (laughs) and not a dissociative injury issue. Like I do think, I, I, like I 100% believe that because he is so rare, especially in this in this DN, in this age of like being a brand, like everyone look at me and like mm-hmm. being performative. He was authentic and he was he was 100 he was unleaded yeah. Joakim 100% of the time, and it was that's rare. And to be on a team with Derek Rose when mm-hmm. everyone's dancing and he shows up and he's not dancing, and it was just like. <laughs> One of the coolest things to ever happen. Like that was, yeah, ain't nothing cool. Like ain't nothing cooler than that, man. I was like, I'm dancing, dude. It's uh, like, guys, I'm at work. We should change the name of the show to the Bulls Outpatients. As opposed to the Bulls Outcast. I like That's that. That's pretty good. Do I need to put on like a, a poorly stitched robe and like so some good. like one of you hands me a little mini like paper cup with some pills in it? Like, shh, Matt, it's okay. 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 <laughs> Pills are good. Pills Roman are good. Mouth, Roman is throwing like, go oh, and swallow. Go ahead. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, man. It's, it, it'll be. I think when you meet Joe King, I, honestly, I, I would like to be there just for safety reasons. But I think when you meet him, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so serious, like real. Like I'm concerned. Like I'm like, oh, bro, I got it. I got it, man. Don't worry. Like in case I got to explain stuff to Joe King. Like, what is what does he do? Why is he crying? Like Joe, you know what I'm saying? like that's my guy. That's my man. Man, he really loves you, man. Like he just really feels some kind of way. I just want to be the one to smooth it over. You know what I mean? Like and make yeah. it all cool. But I, mean, I think when you meet him, it, it's just gonna be a, a wonderful experience. And I have your cameras ready. <laughs> you know what I'm mean, saying? I, I loved the moment that we captured when Luca walked past John and waved at him last year. Yes. And yes. John's reaction to it. I mean, yeah. come on. There it is. <laughs> yeah. And think about that. Like, and he's a new right. boy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Joe Kim's your adult son. Like, <laughs> you've seen him. You've seen his <laughs> first kiss. Like, you've seen his prom. You know, the, the Bulls drafted him. <laughs> like, these memories are real. What, uh, 2006, 2007? Mm-hmm. And that was my second and third year of college. So I felt like I grew up with Joe yeah. Keen on a yeah. Bulls team that oh. was really damn good. Yes. Yeah. And it's like you... another layer. of And the, the right. first real good yeah. Bulls yeah. team since Jordan, like the first like real good Bulls team, like legit. Yeah. First like, seed and Matt, I like how Matt's team. like favorite players are like, usually guys who are considered like, you know, outsider guys. You know what I mean? Like, Dennis Rodman, you know what I'm saying? The guys like yeah. these hardworking guys, you know, what I'm saying they got this passion and this fire, you know, but maybe aren't the I best shooters, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, the guys like that, but they're the hardest working ones and everybody flocks to them because of the passion that they have. You know what I'm saying? Uh yeah, you know, I, I go figure. I'm I'm attracted to the people who aren't quite so talented but but have big <laughs> passion and zeal for, for, what, for the things that speak to them. Uh that's awesome, man. It really is. It really is. It's a good thing. I wish I could find the picture. I'm I'm over here looking for the picture I took of Matt when we were doing Bulls Outsiders and cuz I'll never forget we we were standing he, Joe Kim Noah came on and he was on the screen and he was talking and Matt, 
I mean, just oh right God. in front of the screen. I yeah. mean, didn't say a word, just arms folded, sitting there, focused. Just, like a, it was crazy. Like a three-year-old watching Peppa Pig, just like. That's really what it was. Peppa Pig. Oh Joe's your Joe's right, your Peppa Pig. I had this jokey love fest before people actually try to commit me uh, to a mental institute of some kind. <laughs> I promise I'm not crazy. Um, wait, because the, the good news is though, guys, You're we not. play the Cavs He's in a couple not. of days, so we can bounce back. We'll we'll get back into the win column against the sub 500 team, and we'll keep playing ping pong with ourselves, um, and then hopefully Thursday something will happen. <laughs> hopefully, so, and BTG no. By the way, no. I'm no. looking at his trade offers. I, I there. saw that no. BTG trade. Yeah, I was like, no. I'm not. I'm not even gonna acknowledge that. I I, I don't yeah, know. Eddie Jones rookie card. Present. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's a real deal. All right, <laughs> y'all. It's deal. late. We had an APM tip off. They gotta get rid of these APM tip offs, man. They 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 really stink. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder, real quick again. Oh, um, oh. If you ever missed these shows, find Battle on Bulls YouTube channel for the archived uh, video episodes or the Battle on Bulls podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts or the show in podcast form the next morning. For Big Dave and John, I'm Matt. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will try again on Wednesday. Joe Kim, I love you forever. Night, y'all. <laughs>